This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. One who suffers pangs of hunger for material wealth is like a pauper who never has enough. Those who have emotional satisfaction, however, enjoy life Find it a constant celebration. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. In Perke Avot, which is the ethics of our fathers, we hear this following statement Who is rich? He who is happy. With his lot. What an enigmatic statement that is. And what does it mean to be happy with one's lot? And what if one's lot feels lacking somehow? And what if your lot doesn't feel like a whole lot to you? And what does it even mean to be happy? So I heard this interesting idea about the etymology of the word for joy in Hebrew, which is simcha. The idea is that the word simcha or joy comes from the Hebrew sam moach or focus your thoughts. Make the decision to be happy and the feeling will follow. So it follows that being happy with our lot must be a decision that we make consciously and that somehow we can acquire a state of happiness based on our thoughts about our situations. So perhaps being happy with our lot is just a matter of perspective. Because everyone from Tevya and Fiddler on the Roof to those of us buying lottery tickets have wondered what life would be like if I were a rich man. We would fantasize about the things we could own, the problems that would be solved, the places we could go. And yet, we know that something is not actually even characterized as a problem if throwing money at it will solve it. Clearly, our sages in Perkei Avot are not speaking of financial riches. Anyone who's lost their health or suffered through watching someone they love lose theirs knows that there are some things, love notwithstanding, that money cannot buy. Today, we read more and more about the healing properties of gratitude. People keep gratitude journals And many Jews try to say 100 blessings a day to acknowledge the blessings they have. And while those brand new shoes or that brand new car or house might delight us in the moment, we all know that as you get accustomed to what you have, they often lose their appeal. And we yearn for more. According to Jewish wisdom, we learn in Kohelet or Ecclesiastes, One who has 100 wants 200. The attitude of gratitude is grounded in the understanding that God provides us with everything and that a truly wealthy person is one who's happy with the portion God has uniquely designed for him. The trick is to believe that everything you have and even everything you lack is somehow tailor-made for the work your soul needs to do in this lifetime. That you have a customized, personal training plan for your unique circumstances 
and that seeing the world that way allows you to approach your personal lot, people, experiences, and circumstances alike as a gift that is perfectly calibrated to your soul's specific needs. You may like my eyeglasses, but the prescription is mine alone. And if I want to put on your fabulous glasses, my vision will be at best blurred and at worst eradicated. And we learn that the baker is not envious of the tailor's wonderful scissors. You see, the baker understands that their trade has no need for scissors. And so it's true for all of us as we look at our lot and compare it to the lot of our neighbor. You see, the trick to gratitude is to focus on one's blessings with a deep trust that what we have is what we need in this very moment. And if you truly internalize this, then you'd be able to feel a deep sense of satisfaction and pleasure. And we would be able to enjoy what we have instead of lusting over that which is not ours, perhaps even ever. This isn't to diminish ambition or the desire for more, because one can aspire to many things without diminishing gratitude for what one currently has. You know, there's so many cliché phrases around, like, the man who has no shoes sees the man who has no feet, and so on. But you know, clichés, they develop out of certain truths, and that is how they become ubiquitous. Value is relevant to the situation one is in. I heard this famous story about a group of women who were all Holocaust survivors. They were sitting together at a table in a wedding in Brooklyn sometime in the 70s or 80s. They were dressed in their finery, you know, those beaded dresses and covered in diamonds and jewels that their newfound prosperity had gifted them. When a waiter came over to remove an untouched basket of bread from their table, they demanded that he leave it there. They said to him, In Auschwitz, all of the diamonds at this table couldn't have yielded us a basket of bread such as this. The presence of bread, even if untouched, is a comfort to us. Leave it. True wealth lives in the mind and in the heart. It's the ability to take pleasure in what's in front of you. In Proverbs, King Solomon teaches us that all the days of a pauper are bad, but the good-hearted constantly celebrate. And our Jewish commentary explains that one who suffers pangs of hunger for material wealth is like a pauper who never has enough. Those who have emotional satisfaction, however, enjoy life, and find it a constant celebration. May we focus on the riches of our own personal treasury, the love we feel and give and receive, the food on our table and the food we give away, the clothing and vehicles we're blessed with, no matter what year they were made, and most of all, the breath that we drew this morning when we opened our eyes, because no amount of money can bring us back another morning after we draw our final breath. May we live with the gratitude of the truly blessed, because as long as we have life, then we truly, truly are blessed. 
and we can be happy. Today, can you do an inventory of your blessings, counting the ordinary miracles that we often take for granted? Can you name them and share them where appropriate with others? Can you internalize how truly rich you are simply because today you got one more chance to draw another breath? Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.